We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baisley, catch me out. There you go. <laughs> nice. Bert Horford catches, kicks, Dort for the win. It's good. Pokashevsky catch fire three and that is good. What is up, Thunder fans? And welcome to the Young Contested Postgame Podcast. Um, I was your host for tonight on the Locker Room app, Taylor. Um, before I get any further, we are a proud part of the Blue Wire Podcast and the official podcast of Boomtown Hoops. Um, and I was on, like I said, the Locker Room app tonight um, discussing the 122-106 to loss to the Sacramento Kings that the OKC Thunder had tonight. They kind of gave us a little bit of a heart attack there early on, not going to lie. Um, I broke that down and then was fortunate enough to have my co-host, Jacob Niffin, on to uh, help me break down some lottery odds. As a, The Thunder are now in the sole possession of the third best lottery odds, so they have the third worst record right now in the league. Um, and, and we broke that down, some of the different scenarios. A lot of you guys had questions about the uh, Warriors first round pick that could potentially convey um low odds to, for that to convey this season uh, depending on how the Warriors do the rest of the way but we broke that down as well so I really appreciate Jacob coming on and talking about that and then from there I talked about some of the major things from tonight's game like Baisley, um, Kendrick Williams, a lot of different things and then not only that but we had some great comments some some great interaction um, on Twitter and also in the locker room apps we greatly appreciate all of our listeners um, it seems crazy we're, we're getting to the end of the season here Guys and gals, <laughs> only two more games, which seems absolutely insane. But um, us here at the contested appreciate all of you. So um, here we go. I'll go ahead and patch you guys over to the audio and, and the conversation I had on locker room with um, some of you as well as Jacob. And uh, stay tuned. 
So welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Podcast. Um, I'm hosting tonight. You got your boy Taylor here. Breaking down um, yet another Thunder lose, but kind of honestly a win in terms of lottery odds and and standings. Um, so the Thunder lose to the Kings, 122 to 106. I don't even know if I said this part yet, but we are a proud part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, the official podcast at Boomtown Hoops. Um, and we really do have a fun one to break down. There's actually some themes, uh, or some individual players I'm excited to to talk about. And uh, one of my co-hosts, Jacob, is going to join here pretty soon. He's kind of our, he's kind of become our um, lottery odd guru. And so he he will break all that down for you all because I know you all have had questions about, like, for example, the Warriors pick that I mentioned um, at the top of this, um, as well as ours and our update odds. As we are now, I believe, in third, the solely third best odds for the number one pick. Or so basically the third worst worst record. So like I mentioned, Kings end up being the Thunder 122 to 106, but it was not that much of a blowout early on, especially in the first half. Um, after the first quarter, excuse me, um, the Thunder, <laughs> the guardless Thunder, mind you, I didn't even mention this. So the Thunder played. Without Lou, without Teo, without Ty Jerome, obviously without Shea, played with no guards. So their starting lineup was Kenrich, Baisley, uh, Poku, Roby, and Moses Brown. That's a lot of length, a lot of height, and again, no guards. And you think about who came off the bench, um, again, no guards. Here's Jacob right here. I will put him on. So again, the, the Thunder played with no guards tonight. That means Kendrick Williams started at point guard, which I absolutely will get into. Um, just absolutely had a really good game and, and showed us, I think, what he's really capable of. There's Jacob. Jacob, how's it going? Cool. Hold on. Just- I know you're good. No worries. Uh, I was just kind of mentioning, you know, the at the beginning of the game, um, after the, the first quarter, the Thunder, the guardless Thunder, <laughs> they actually came out playing really well. I end up leading Sacramento 32-27. Thunder were shooting 52.6% from the floor and 66.7% from three. And OKC point guard legend Kenny Hustle himself led all scores with 10 points. Baisley had seven. He really did have a, a pretty solid first quarter. It kind of went downhill from there. Uh, Moses had six points and just some ridiculous dunks there in the first quarter. Overall, um, it was kind of funny because after, you know, so many of these games here over the past month and a half or so, really since the beginning of April, uh, when the Thunder really started resting and sitting players, and I know they've been doing it like even before that, but um, like pretty, pretty hardcore um, trying to lose some of these games. It, it was a really fun quarter to watch in terms of cohesiveness and, and just the, the quality of basketball that was on the court. Um, I, I, I did enjoy watching that first quarter, even if it made me a little anxious <laughs> in terms of, of wanting to in, increase our lottery odds. Jacob, uh, how did you feel about that first quarter and then the first half in general? Yeah, so I missed most of the first quarter. Uh, fun, quick podcast aside real quick. <laughs> um, our our co-host, Kamiar Marabian, is getting married soon. True. And true. so tonight was the... Uh, the what is what do you call it the the tux fitting oh yeah, get our yeah. Tuxes. yep tux uh, our appointment was at seven 
And oh. <laughs> uh, they didn't even start working with us till like 8.15. Oh, boy. Uh, so I I did not get out of there in enough time to catch most of the first quarter. Also, by the way, does my audio sound clean? Yeah, you sound good. Okay, good. good. right now. Good. You I was wanting to make sure that was coming through the, the microphone. So, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I, there's three games left. It's a clear tank. I didn't sign Absolutely. up for this shit. Like, get blown out, please. I don't need. To, I have don't enough. Keep it that close. I have enough stresses in my life. I don't need that shit. Well, thankfully, um, at the end of the the first half, um, during the second quarter, I believe the Kings went like six of nine from three. Yes, I know, very nice. While the Thunder went like two of, I don't even remember. It uh, was pretty bad. However, um, I still had a bit of a heart attack like midway through the second quarter, Jacob, because none other than the. the who I have self-proclaimed as a tank commander himself, Charlie Brown Jr., decided that he was just going to have a career stretch. And no went crap. For, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, Charlie? Drive. I mean, he had a fantastic drive uh, where he took a – I don't even remember who was defending him, but he, he basically um, blew by the defender, had him on his hip, drew in another defender, had a nice little floater and made it. Then he's wide open for a three in the corner, drills it. Then he had another shot. He was three of three. And at that point, the Thunder are still up by like – I want to say double digits, um, but thankfully towards halftime, the uh, thanks to Buddy Buckets and Thunder Killer slash Thunder Tank legend, uh, Terrence Davis, Jacob, went off 19 points in the first half and Thunder led by three heading into halftime. And then from there, it just basically um, the tank was on and the Kings just pulled away with some super hot scoring in the third quarter. We'll get into this, but Baisley tried to play some hero ball there in the third, which I know, I think, I think that the organization is encouraging him to do, but regardless that that certainly helped um, the Kings get ahead by a lot. And um, the Thunder defense just basically was non-existent after a pretty solid showing in the first half. Well, and part of it was also just the Kings defense was absolutely atrocious. There was no point of of Thunder and Kings kind of flipped there. Yeah. Thunder just lived in the paint in the first half. And yeah, basically I tweeted the nicest way I could say it was, it just seemed like he was trying to do too much. Um, I don't know. Ne- next year is going to be fascinating with Baisley, but he very much feels like uh, an empty calories stats kind of guy to me. Um, I, 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 I am losing a lot of hope in Baisley becoming like a, a longtime starter for this team. He, uh, not great, Bob. Not, not great, great at all. And I had some, I added quite a few tweets as well around that same time um, from our account. And, Maybe was a little harsh there, like consecutively, because um, there's a lot of disclaimers there. But Jacob, um, I know you just jumped on. I know it's late, so I want to want to run this by you first. Do you want to jump into Baisley, or would you like to go ahead and get uh, the lottery odds and answer some of the lottery questions, um, and then you can jump off and I can and go into games? Completely up to you. But definitely, I, I yeah. I uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just gonna stay for a few minutes. Um, cool. Clay's already asking for mo- more Poku talk. Uh, give me all the Poku talk. <laughs> That's uh, right. But, but yeah, I can hop in and do some some lottery stuff real quick and uh and then get out of here because i know a lot of you guys in the chat have lottery uh and tanking yes, questions absolutely so if you so have them drop Jacob, them in the chat or please, um, request to speak so we we can get you up yes, on stage and, and talk with you and also jacob sorry just a quick aside um related 
we got a, a question from somebody who had been asking, and I can't remember his name now. I feel terrible, but on Twitter asked me a couple different times about the Warriors. Um, and with them winning tonight, obviously they're still in contention uh, or the Thunder is still in contention of being that first round pick conveyed, but it, it basically they lose one more and it kind of feels like the Thunder's chances are gone. Um, yeah. that but, And that Warriors game was important on two fronts. Number one, it gets the Warriors closer to pick 21, which means the Thunder will get that first round pick. It's a long shot at this point, but it is a possibility. Right. Um, the other thing that that's maybe more important um, is the Thunder want Golden State to hop the Miami Heat. That way, that Heat pick drops another another slot or two. Ooh, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, the Heat won tonight, which secures them the six at least the six seed. Right. Uh, so the Heat can now not uh not be in the play in tournament which was the thunder's hope was that they would be in the play in tournament that is no longer happening uh but the heat are only a game and a half up on golden state so you got to hope golden state continues to win and just jumps the heat in the overall standings golden state is also uh two games behind new york for the the 21st overall pick uh the thunder want golden state to climb to that point New so York? they get the, that's interesting. Yeah, and <laughs> and so that's going to be a fascinating one coming down the stretch here. Um, New York is actually in the middle of a game right now With against the Lakers, the Lakers and leading. And both of those both of those teams are ahead of Golden State. The, the Lakers and New York are actually tied for twenty one or twenty twenty one right now uh, for for draft oh, picks. Wow. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah. Um, but so for for the Thunder pick alone, real quick, and again, if you have tank slash uh, lottery questions, drop them, get, get in the chat, um, request Absolutely. to speak, whatever. Uh, after tonight, the Thunder are in sole possession of the third best lottery odds. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. One, if you have lottery odds, one, two, or three, you have a 52% chance at staying in the top four uh, and a 14% chance at number one overall. Uh, that's exactly where the Thunder wants to be. They are actually only a half game up on Cleveland and Orlando. Um, so when those two teams lose their next game, it will be a three-way tie for the third best lottery odds. The big one tonight though, was Minnesota beating Detroit. Uh, that pretty much locks Detroit into that, uh, second best lottery odds. I don't think they're going to give that up. Uh, and it drops Minnesota. Minnesota now has 22 wins. They're at the sixth best odds. I don't know what the hell Minnesota is doing, <laughs> why they're choosing to win games, meaningless games in May to give their pick to Golden State, but oh, whatever. Man. And yeah, I mean, with Anthony Edwards looking as good, and not to take us down a huge rabbit hole, but just with Anthony Edwards looking as good as he has this last stretch of the season, and obviously Cat D'Lo kind of rounding back into form, like I see why they're winning. But with those three players playing so well, why would you not want to add a top add five more. or even yeah. a top ten talent? Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. So they they are on their way because the the Wolves pick is protected one through three, so they are in some trouble to to keep that pick. Um, but the Thunder, Cleveland, Orlando, all at 21 wins. The Thunder's just played one more game than those other two. Uh, I do not see the the Thunder winning another game this season. I think they're going to finish out the, the year losing. Uh, they have the Jazz and the Clippers left. Right. Um, Detroit has the Heat and the Nuggets left. Now, Detroit beating the Heat would be massive, but uh, I don't see that happening. Um, Minnesota... Uh, even if they lose all three of their, the rest of their games, they, they're still behind OKC in the tank standings. Uh, here are the important ones, though. Cleveland, 
has the Nets, the Celtics, and the Wizards left. And then Ooh. I'm trying to find um, That's tough. Orlando. Where's Orlando on here? Why am I blind and <laughs> uh, partially dumb as well? Uh, here's Orlando. Orlando has the Hawks, the Sixers, the Sixers left. Now the Hawks still fighting for for seeding, but their final the Orlando's final two games are against the Sixers. If the Sixers have seeding locked up, they, they might be sit sitting guys, players, which would be nice. huge because Orlando almost beat the Bucks tonight. Um, so if Orlando can sneak out a win, then they would jump to 22 wins and it would just leave Oklahoma city and Cleveland um, tanking to, to tie for that third best lottery odds. Wow. So at this point, the very worst spot the thunder can end up in is tied for third, which that's is pretty great. great. That That's um, exactly what they want Taylor. And we say great because <laughs> I mean, we obviously recognize the, uh, the quality of basketball that's been on display. Like I said, really um, maybe like, Full strength uh, around the beginning of April, um, but that really since post All Star break, um, and you don't want to go through all that and do all that if you're not going to maximize your odds for one of those exactly. top five picks. And your 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 fate is still with the lottery balls. Absolutely, right? It's but not you want to you want to you want to stack the deck in your favor, and that's especially, exactly what they're doing, especially in this draft. And that's kind of I've seen a lot of different people tweet about this um, and, and talk about it on podcasts. But you know, this draft is a bit of an outlier because you have you know where you typically have one, two, and then a strong draft, maybe three franchise changing changing guys um, who teams are really kind of gunning for and hoping to get this draft. You have five potentially yeah. five. Will is just this four, four or five? You're right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so and. You just need to need to win a couple of coin flips here, and you get what you want. I mean, I tweeted it out today, but our guy Jonathan Wasserman, part of the yes, Blue Wire Podcast Network, also uh, with the Bleacher Report, did his mock draft where he hits sim lottery once on the Tankathon and takes it, and the Thunder got one and five in his sim. Like beautiful, that so changes him and Jonathan Kaminga. That changes the outlook of this team massively. Also, Taylor, I was thinking about this today before I hit a sim button a few times. I was gonna. Um, yep. I, I want your your thought on this because I've been thinking about this today. Okay. Let's say the Thunder uh, get two top five picks. Let's say they get two and five. Okay. Or let's say, God forbid, because my heart will stop beating and I will die, <laughs> and and I'm probably not going to heaven. I'll probably descend down <laughs> to hell, but I'll be happy when I get there. Let's say they get one and five. Okay. okay. Would you be willing to to just f around and? Offer pick number five plus like two or three future first to oh jump my to gosh, three. Try and get in it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Could you but imagine like everything that we've been talking about, Jacob? Um, you and me, our entire group, all of our previous podcasts. It very much feels, and especially the conversation that you were able to have on Locker Room with Mark Stein and who else? Uh, Chad Ford. Chad Ford. Chad Ford. When Chad pretty much told you, that, like, look, those top, at least those top four, maybe even top five picks are pretty much locks. Like you can't really offer them much because these top four and again, maybe top five are franchise altering players. Um, it, it's just almost not worth the risk to give that up just for a chance. Again, not a guarantee, but a chance at a um, Chad, what's his face in the next chat. Um, Chet, Chet Holmgren, Holmgren, <laughs> and Amani Bates in the, in the draft after. Um, you know, none of those are guaranteed. Hey, I just I'm don't a know big the fan team. of uh, what's his name, Bull Marrow. 
Yeah. 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 Give me that guy. And but no, um, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, I don't think you can trade up into the top five. I don't, I think if you're on the outside of the top five, you are not trading in, but you bring up a good point. If you are at five and you can maybe you go attach up. a sweetener. I, I, a I think, point. I think a lot about, um, Trey young for Luka Doncic and a pick. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think a lot about, about that draft night trade. I just don't know with the Thunder, like if they did have the number one in this incredible um, hypothetical. <laughs> I mean, who in their right mind is going to, well, the Kings, um, but who else in the right mind <laughs> are going to want to give Presty another top three pick? I don't know. There's just a lot there, yeah, but no, yes, definitely. to and, answer and your I wonder, question, absolutely. Yeah. I'm willing to, yeah. And I wonder how much it is like, Somebody doesn't want to help Presty versus like, I think if you start getting into that thinking, oh, I'm not going to do this trade because I don't want to help that guy. Like you got to worry about yourself first, right? Exactly. And you take Great the point. best deal that's on, on the table for you. Uh, I also think about like, what if um, Orlando has their own pick and the Chicago pick? Yep. What if um, one of those picks is top five and then one of them ends up being like pick seven? Uh, do you try to package some picks and and jump back in the, in the draft at like seven to get like a Scotty Barnes, you know, that's interesting. Uh, Cause I think that's a team that absolutely would be willing to get that pick up for, for future, a, more right, future assets. Right. Yeah. And, and that also helps you because, and again, this is something that's been talked about quite a bit with even national podcasts at this point, but something that us thunder is here, especially the uncontested we've been talking about for a while, but with Shay, um, obviously with Lou, um, even Poku, the flashes that he's shown. Um, and tonight, a guy like Kenrich Williams, like guys that are ready to contribute. That window to land these top five picks to surround, you know, to, to get that caliber, that high caliber talent um, to surround, especially Shea with, that window is shortening mm-hmm. quicker and quicker. And, and, and um, Shea's proven. A move like that. Shea's proven to be an all star level player. So exactly. I, I think, and at some point, you're going to have to consolidate the assets. Exactly. You're not making yeah, you all, can't those draft all those guys. You don't have the roster spaces to your Ex- point. Yeah. 100%. So, all right. Well, with that all being said, Taylor, uh, if for those of you in the locker room chat, uh, or for those of you listening to the podcast version, if you do not follow me on Twitter every night, I'm posting, uh, yes. the, the games that the thunder wants, uh, the outcomes that the thunder want in the next day's games. Uh, and I'm also tweeting out 10 tankathon Sims. So I will be doing that here momentarily. But we'll just give you a little sneak peek. We'll hit that sim lottery button once, see what happens. Also, I think at one and three, the Thunder have something like a ninety percent chance of landing a top one, top five pick. Um, and and that's, that's, all, you that's all, all you can ask for. That's so, all you need. That I, I mean, you want more just because we're greedy and there's the opportunity to get more, but that might be all you need. Yep. So I <laughs> uh, clicked sim lottery. Uh, this first spin, the Thunder gets uh, pick number two and pick number 19. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll so you take, take it. <laughs> and then trade 19 plus some um, plus a player plus a few picks. Jump up to get like number eight. I don't know. Let's do get one more the, sim lottery. lottery. Uh, this time, the Thunder get pick four and 19. Uh, okay. You do it a, one more time, three times the charm. Uh, Thunder get five and 19. So like I said, the, the odds of the Thunder now getting a top five pick, if they stay at, at three and do not win one of these last two games, the odds of finishing in the top five is incredibly high. And I think um, that's why a game like tonight was so important. Yes. Especially like you mentioned, they like could lose three straight to the freaking Kings. So shout out to the Thunder. And they did it. They did it. The Kings. Kings. All <laughs> the right. Kings Taylor, try the Kings. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, have fun talking about Poku. 
Absolutely. And, hey, uh, a little bit of news, if I if if I may. Yeah, no, if please. I may. Um, we have two more. Well, one more post game show left Thursday night. I will be hosting a locker room hangout. We'll just be in here chilling, um, chatting, bring people up on stage. So Thursday yes. night, make plans yep. to join me. Friday night, for Life the pod. first time in years, literally years, plural, yep. Taylor. Two years ago, we met we're getting, Jones, LiPod, yep. and we haven't since. You- we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are now in OKC, so it's going to be me, you, and Kamiar all hanging out, watching the game, and then live potting together. I love it. And then Sunday night will be after the final Thunder game of the year. And we're going to do our typical Sunday live stream. Uh, but it's going to be a fun show where we're going to revisit the bets revisit we the made. Bets. And uh, I might owe uh, you all some bobos. Possibly. That <laughs> one doesn't come to fruition until July or June. But there's Fair, there's some fun funny. ones that I went back That's and listened awesome. to. So, all right. Uh, Taylor, enjoy the rest of the pod. And I will Thank see you, you in on. person. You're the man. And the first time in forever on Friday. Friday. So I look forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for jumping on, Jacob. Yeah, see you, content. <laughs> see ya. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. So thanks again to Jacob. Just great stuff. Like I said, he's really kind of become our uh, lottery odd guru. (laughs) And so I really appreciate him coming on and addressing some of those questions I know you guys had. Um, So I know we're at about 25 minutes here and and another loss. But there are some things from the game that I want to break down, specifically some players. Um, And the first of those players that I want to talk about is Darius Baisley. 
Um, and again, I was kind of rough on Baisley on Twitter, especially in the second half. Um, Jacob and I were actually, we're, we're kind of talking back and forth during the game about Baisley. It's a little worrisome. Just, I think some of the trends that we've seen, um, throughout this stretch of games. Now there's a lot of disclaimers here, which I will get into, but I think what's shown the most is something I really like that. Uh, not to just <laughs> keep using uh, what, what Jacob has been saying recently on podcasts, but uh, you know, he brought this up on our Sunday pod. It really seems like Baisley, the, the game has not slowed down for Baisley and the IQ just isn't the basketball IQ just isn't quite there. Um, now, don't it's, you see a stat line, 18 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. That's solid, but on 3 of 13 shooting. Two of those were three-pointers, two of seven from three. He had he hit 10 to 12 free throws. That's great that he's hitting his free throws. It's also great that he's getting to the line because we do want him to be more aggressive, and he was doing that against a pretty physical Sacramento team, Sacramento Kings team, um, but not a lot of length uh, and, and big guys there uh, with the lineups that they're playing right now. So that part of his game was good to see, but just, I mean, I, I think I tweeted this out, but in that third quarter specifically, he was kind of trying to play almost like a hero ball. And I think that could be encouraged some right now, just due to, uh, again, the, the phase that the Thunder are in the uh, players that they're sitting, they may be asking kind of like we saw with Terrence Ferguson in the summer league and Hamadou Diallo in the summer league here, or the, you know, four or five seasons um, where we kind of saw them taking on more ball handling duties early on in their development with the summer league to try and develop them. Um, this is kind of, I, I think this is kind of what the Thunder are trying to do with Baisley, get the ball in his hands and, and develop him, get him a little more comfortable with these things. And so I guess this is a good time to just dump, jump into those disclaimers. Um, you know, the, the first of those being that like this, again, this is a weird situation. And I think that again, the franchise could be encouraging basically to do some of these things. Um, they're obviously high on him. They see his development. And when all these players are back next season, healthy, the thunder are, I don't know if I should say contending again, but they're at least full strength. Um, hopefully again, they have some, some great draft picks in this upcoming draft. Baisley's role is going to, be, going to be completely different and he's not going to be handling the ball or be in ISO situations all that often. And if he is, he isn't going to be a focal po- point of an offense and that's going to change things and make th- things so much easier on him. But um, even then there's a lot of things that he does need to work on. He needs to gain more strength. Obviously it's been great to see him draw contact and not just get blocked. <laughs> he's actually drawing those fouls like he did tonight, which was great to see, but he really needs to work on physical strength. Um, the ball handling is there, which is great. Um, it's not flashy, but it's strong, and he's not necessarily turning the ball over, which is a really good sign. Um, he needs to open up his court vision. He needs to find other players, which he's getting better at, but still not great. And obviously that jump shot needs a lot of work. But then the other disclaimer, right, is, is something that we mentioned quite a bit over the past couple of po- or sorry, past year or two of, of um, the podcast that we've been doing when we speak about Baisley. You know, he skipped college, did the whole new balance thing, the internship, came straight into the league. That that season was shortened. His rookie season was shortened by COVID. So they had this like basically this off season in between the season. Then he goes into the bubble. Then he has a shortened um, accelerated season, right, where 
you, you're basically um, having to go uh, and play back-to-backs and um, the Thunder are tanking. You have all these restrictions due to COVID. So I understand that he's not had a conventional route to the NBA and has not had a conventional first two seasons by any means. So I'm not like shutting the door on Baisley. But there are some concerns that have, I, I think, that have kind of come to the surface um, during this stretch that are a little concerning. I'm just curious how he looks after a, another offseason under his belt, a more conventional, normal season, knock on wood, for next season, um, and just his role with the team moving forward. Because I do think there is a chance, like, for example, in the Jonathan Wasserman article um, that he put out with, with Bleacher Report today, where the Thunder were picking one and five. In that situation, I personally would like to see Kaminga, and I think many people, many Thunder fans would like to see Kaminga play over Darius Baisley. And I'm not sure how that would go with Baisley or his development if he's on the bench. Anyways, there's so many moving parts there, um, but there's still so much untapped potential for Baisley. The Thunder see that. Obviously, Dagnall sees that. That's why they're putting him in this position, like I mentioned earlier, kind of using this as a sort of summer league. So I'm really curious to... um, just see Baisley's development over the off season and then into next season, kind of see where, what his role becomes um, because he's not a player I want to give up on, but it's just something I want to mention. And the last thing I'll jump into here, because I know Jacob and I went a little long um, and I went a little long on my Baisley rant, but Kenrich Williams, just such a fun player. I know he hasn't been playing a whole lot during this recent stretch, but here's the thing. The reason he's getting those DMPs, even when he's healthy, it's just, a, to tank, because Kenrich is playing great basketball and somebody the Thunder think very highly of. And um, and the other, and just to get these other guys more opportunity. Um, but like I mentioned, I, I think that the Thunder think very highly of Kenrich. You know, we heard all the rumors that they weren't wanting to trade him um, at the deadline, even though they were getting plenty of offers. Um, and just watching him tonight, I think just the perfect example of why. Um, he's one of those guys that you want around a playoff contender, around a championship contender, even for that matter, I think. I mean, I know that's early to say, um, but he just does all the the small things, but he's also showing us now that he has so much more than that. And yes, he's grown a ton in the Thunder development uh, staff, or the Thunder coaching staff and the player development uh, of the Thunder organization. You know, they deserve a lot of credit, but I think that's like maybe half of it, but the other half is just that Kendrick Williams is finally healthy. He's mentioned that in a couple of his, his post-game interviews that he's had um, really over this, uh, ever since like post-Ulster break. Um, I, I've heard him mention a couple more times um, and also just more opportunity, right? He's getting more opportunity um, as is Baisley, but instead of kind of Baisley struggling with it, Kendrick's just shining. So with Kendrick starting at the point guard tonight, which is hilarious, but also awesome, uh, 20 points, two rebounds, four assists, eight of 15 shooting, four or five from three, just awesome. And again, just making all the, the small plays, um, four fouls, but four steals. He's just aggressive. He plays a great brand of basketball. And I tweet this out, but I'm so excited from the young contestant account, but I'm so excited to watch him next season, even the season after the season after that. <laughs> he's, one, he's just one of those guys you want to keep around. Um, so watching him and Lou together with Shay. Um, with Poku continuing to develop and then whoever the Thunder draft um, in his upcoming drafts, it's just really, really exciting to me. Um, and it's great to see Kenrich play like this, but don't get me wrong. He's not a 20 point per game or, you know, score. He's not going to do this often. I don't think, but it was really cool to see Kenrich kind of display uh, what all he's capable of tonight with more opportunity. Again, he kind of rose to the occasion where I think Baisley hasn't quite done that yet over the past stretch, um, but I'm not giving up on either of them. 
because Kendrick is going to have off nights as well. And, and Bezos is going to have great nights, I think, moving forward. Um, so just a lot of untapped potential for a lot of these Thunder players and um, a lot of things to be excited about. Oh, yeah. And then you guys want to talk about Poku, obviously. Poku, 10 points, three rebounds, two assists, four of eight from the field, two of four from three. Poku's just amazing. I love it. He is, ever since he's gotten back from injury, he hasn't really quite seemed like he's been able to get back into the flow of things. I say injury. Um, he banged up his knee there um, here about a week, week and a half ago. Um, and he just, it, it seems like that's kind of bothered him as he kind of adjusted the, tonight, the past couple of games, he seemed a little better. But again, when you have guys like, you know, Kendra shooting 15 times, Baisley shooting 13 times, but getting to the floor, that's right, getting to the free throw line as much as he did, there just wasn't really a lot of opportunity for Poku. Um, and I kind of link in it to like the OKC Blue, like the G League or Summer League, where you have like these random players um, trying to put on a show to get NBA contracts. It's a little different in this situation because these guys obviously already have NBA contracts, but you have somebody like Baisley um, who a is has the organization asking him to take on a larger role and just kind of see if he can uh, develop skills. Um, and B is, is trying to show that he can uh, trying to display his talent and trying to be the best player on the court. You know, when you have players like that um, shoot, even like speed, my, my, my Luke, you know, he fits in that same, that same mold um, that really limits Poku's ability to go out there and do more things. So again, I, I hope we get some games where like Poku has just more opportunity, more of a stage to display what he's capable of because it's been awesome seeing his progression. I mean, for example, we saw him drive again, uh, had, had an awesome drive there. I think it was in the second quarter where he drove to the rim, dished off to Moses Brown for a, just a, insane court vision <laughs> and that uh, was just so fun to watch and his, his three-point shot was was looking really nice tonight like i said two, only two of four from three only shot the ball uh, four times from three but um he also hit another one where i think it was called back because like an offensive foul now low and so um really cool to see poku playing so well and just conti- continuing to see his progression i really hope he gets more of a stage here um and, and one of these last two games so I think that's all I got. Um, I'm going to scroll here through the Twitter questions, uh, or sorry, Twitter questions, uh, bad habit, old habit, um, locker room chat questions. Uh, Sam Winchester says, I can't wait for the draft lottery night. Neither can we, but we are super anxious. June 22nd, I'm actually going to be flying that day. Knock on wood. I should be touched down and uh, be able to watch lottery. Um, so a lot going on that day for me, um, but I can't wait to watch it. Hopefully I'll be celebrating that night and all of us will be celebrating. Uh, we appreciate the Kings from Blaine uh, Buchanan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I guess silver our guy silver just uh, said the Kings just posted something funny. Um, I missed it, but that's awesome. I'll have to go back and look at that. Um, let's see. Okay. So Nate Sanders had a good question. Didn't get to watch the game. Was Baisley doing his usual take too long strides to the paint and figure it out in midair? Yes, Nate, that, I, that's a really good description of kind of what I was talking about earlier. Um, he was, he seems to be doing a little better at that. Like, for example, there were some instances where he did kick out or where he's gained enough strength where he's drawing contact at the rim and getting those free throws. So it was better, but that is one thing, like that's one specific great example, Nate, of when I talk about basketball IQ. You know, that's kind of the, when the game starts to slow down for him, when you see more of kicking out to open teammates, um, you know, gaining strength to be able to finish through contact, that, those kind of things is what he really needs to work on. 
Um, let's see. Uh, Justin Perryman said the full strength Thunder would be in the play-in ahead of the Spurs if they didn't tank this year. One top five pick and the tank was worth it, though. I think that's that's a good point, Justin. Like, and again, I th- I think the Shea injury, maybe even the Lou like being a little dinged up, is real. Um, so we probably see those guys like you know resting quite a bit. And then just getting them through the postseason and then resting them in the offseason. They do probably at least make the play in. But um, it, it just where the Thunder are um, with the reposition, as Sam Presti calls it. And then obviously um, with the, the just insanely talented draft, uh, at least very top heavy draft within the, the top five, and the Thunder having an ability to land one of those picks, you it, it just, you know blows out <laughs> blows the other possibilities out of the water you absolutely want to try and get one of those top five picks as we talked about earlier with jacob and um jeremiah caesar said Cavs would probably trade in that situation which he's talking about um uh jacob and i's earlier conversation sorry about the delay there I was messing with locker room so anyways guys i think that's all i guys and gals i think that is all i have um we had a great group tonight, <laughs> like seriously, a really solid group for what is basically midnight here uh, in the central time zone here in Oklahoma. So we greatly appreciate all of you listeners, all of your comments, all of your Twitter questions, all, obviously all of you listening to the podcast uh, in the podcast form. Uh, we'll have this up in podcast form here later tonight so that we, you guys can, lis- can listen um, tomorrow morning and throughout the day tomorrow. Um, so thank you guys again for not only tuning in but supporting us through the entire season we've had an absolute blast um we've had an incredible year of growth and that's all thanks to you all and we cannot be more excited not only for this summer obviously all the big things are that are going to happen uh, but just the future of this franchise and the future of the podcast so we really do appreciate you all thank you again for tuning into the uncontested podcast Uh, be sure to go and leave us a five-star review if you like what you're hearing if you're on your, your any of your podcast apps spotify apple whatever it may be Um, Again, two more games. We have the Utah Jazz on Friday. We have the Clippers on Sunday. So stay tuned for Jacob's Locker Room, like you mentioned earlier in the podcast. Um, He'll be doing a question and answer that will not be posted unless it's like super great and we have like some awesome random person jump in that's, you know, big time. Um, (laughs) Maybe we'll post it to the feed. But um, otherwise, just jump in and just talk to him casually. That's what we're here for. That's what we want to use these for. Um, So be sure to tune into that on Thursday. Friday night, we'll have a iPod, me, Kamiar, and Jacob, which we'll post immediately after. And then Sunday is the season finale, which seems absolutely crazy. So thank you guys again. And until next time, Thunder Up. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.